Welcome back. This is a rare episode. Beers, bongs, and bullshit. (laughs) Represents, truthfully speaking, it's just true justice. And I got Desi Lewis with me. You better know what it is. Yeah. So everybody bailed out on us, and we weren't ready to call it quits. So we're going to do another episode. And uh, shout out G, uh, a.k.a. Genesis. This fucking soap smells amazing. Oh, champion chase, (laughs) baby. Yo, this shit smells amazing. I can't wait to use it. You know, I, I, I would never. I don't. No, I can't say that. I don't think I would ever um, be okay with like promoting or sponsoring something I really didn't believe in. Mm-hmm. Like, so I've always been like, so like with Aaron, like we always promote Market Street Pizza, always, right? Fucking firecrackers and it's fucking wings. And I oh wouldn't God. if I didn't love the dude and I didn't love the pizza, but I do. It's amazing. So Bro. I'll promote it to the death of me. Bro, it's the fat man's dream. Yeah. It's, I'm sorry. I, have I'm you had fa- the Lulu? Oh, God. I worked did you, there. Did you make the Lulu? Yes. That shit that, is amazing. No, you got to get the breakfast pizza, bro. I got to try it. The I breakfast do. pizza yeah. is America. The fucking breakfast pizza. Hear me, Spokane. The breakfast. What is it? Bacon pizza. gravy? Is I ain't that gonna t- I'm just going to tell you, get the motherfucker. <laughs> You'll thank me later. Okay? I You'll just... thank me later on that one because. <laughs> I didn't get large for oh, no reason. Fuck America! You can't get that shit in America. Uh, you Spokane. Uh, but see, but see, but this is no. This, that's how good it is, though. It should come go, to it, Spokane. It should, it should come. It should be. It should be. He should make that American wide because that's how good it is. Yeah. No. His, shout out, Aaron. I've you had. Know what I mean? I've oh, had man. at least five different pieces from that joint, and I've never once been disappointed. Every time, even I don't even usually go for like a basic uh, uh, pizza sauce, like a basic. Bro, there's whatever. so many sauces in Nico. But, Shout out Neek, my man's the other chef. Okay, he's real good, bro. Man, Dustin's good too. It's just amazing. You know I mean, like their sauce is great, bro. There's some phenomenal yeah. talent in there. Yeah, let me tell you the explosion of flavors that they man. combine. And he told us, he said, when I went there last week, and that's when I tried the Lulu for the first time, and I, I was, bro. I'm in heaven. <laughs> I was, yeah, I, bro. I was, but the he said, hit the, get, get the hilliards. Hill, you're just so fucking good. But I would, I would tell you this: put I green, had the wise guy put green onions on it. Oh, okay, just listen. Yes, I mean it's already great. Like it's, ask for it's already greatness. It's already greatness. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I will fuck it up anytime it's in my face. <laughs> but yes, I, I just I for the onions. first time ordered the the 18 inch opposed to the 12. I didn't realize how much bigger that shit would actually be. That's bro, a big ass pizza. That's a big fucking pizza. I had to it's I had to fold like it in half and hold it with two yeah, hands. That's what that's what he wants. Yeah, and that's I get I'm a big dude. Wants, I had to fold it in half and hold it with two hands. But back to Genesis, bro. Um, I'm a believer in the shit that we promote on this show. I like it. Bochamp and Chase. This soap is dope. I use it. It smells delicious. And I'm gonna be buying more. Fucking, we appreciate you, bro. We're in support of you. 
Bow Chamber Chase. Go Absolutely. Get you a bar. Absolutely. Absolutely. Support the support the locals. Love it. So me and Desi are over here talking about uh parenthood, <sighs> raising kids, <sighs> being in Spokane and naive. Uh, and trying to be honest with our children. Uh, why? <laughs> why? Why would we do that? Why? And and Desi, I didn't get to tell you this off air, so I'll tell you on the show. So my oldest two children, I adopted. Dope. So I respect. That. So I met my my wife um, when I was twenty four. When I was telling you I was getting my yeah, shit together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, met I like her that. When I was twenty four, I like that. She had a one year old daughter and a six year old son, and. About, I don't know, a few months into our relationship, their biological father just bowed out. He said, you got a new man, they got a new dad, and took off. Bitch. And, yeah, Excuse my language. Right. But no, it was a no, blessing yeah, no, for me. Care. It really was for me because it, it, made, it made the whole transition a little easier. Um, yes. So we got married a couple years later, and we made the adoption final about four years ago, which was a cool moment. Um, so, it was a great moment. Absolutely. Um, I respect that. I love it. And then so we have a 14-year-old now, a 9-year-old our 14-year-old son, a 9-year-old daughter and a 5-year-old daughter. And oh, it's it's been uh it's like been it. a journey. For me, it was a big wake-up call because I was a single man at 24 mm-hmm. and now I'm 32 and I have a 14-year-old, a 9-year-old and it's, it's a big wake-up call. Yeah, it was like, very oh. different. Like I was <laughs> only responsible for myself yeah. and now I have a whole different world of responsibility. world it is. And and I didn't grow up with a dad. Yeah. So for me, it was of the utmost importance to make sure my kids never had to wonder the questions I did growing That's up. That's where I'm at. Yeah. I didn't grow up. I met my dad twice my whole life. Yeah, I, think I met him at 12 and then again at like 32. Okay. You know see, what I mean? Like, mine, mine left when I was... to meet his grandkids. Yeah, yeah mine, mine hasn't either. I Mine left when I was three or four, so I don't have a memory of that. Right. And then he popped in when I was like 12 or 13, took mm-hmm. me camping for a weekend. Yeah, 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 hyped. stupid weekend in Vegas yeah. for me. I was like, eh, I don't even like, I can't gamble, Dad. I don't yeah. like want to be here. And then took off, and then I think again at like sixteen, and then I, I did, I did get an opportunity to live with him from seventeen to eighteen. I did. My dad told me and, and I almost regret it, and I hate regrets. I almost regret it just yes. because it made me resent him more. And it, it hurt me. That's a vulnerable age. Yeah. Coming into adulthood. Yeah. Um, it was hard. Um, you know, I went about 10 years without speaking to him, tried again, and it was like nothing. So it's like, whatever, you know. Um, all that I knew connection is, was not there. Yeah. So period. all I knew is it. my life was always wondering, where's my dad? Why right. ain't he here? Why right. don't he love me? All these get questions. It. My kids ain't going to wonder that. No. I'm, I'm here. And one thing I love what we were talking about before we started this shit is sacrifices, things that we put aside for our, those responsibilities because that's, I was really heavy into making music, really heavy. And when I took on the responsibilities of a commitment in a relationship with children becoming a father, I shoved it all aside. I said, I'm an all or nothing guy. Mm-hmm. And if I'm going to step into this, they're going to get my all. Um, I'm not going to lead them on to believe anything different. They're going to get my all. And it wasn't until, gosh, beginning of 2020, end of 2019, I was like, you know, I feel like our foundation is pretty strong. I miss making music. You know, I think I'm going to make an album. I can't rap. And, no? 
can't rap, mm, bro. I can't. I can't rap. This. I mean, that's all right because I, mean, I can't I, dance. I mean, I mean, I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll try, but then I I get to I go brain dead after a while. I'm like, oh. I had a couple good four bars, but I don't have six, seven, or eight. Or I don't know what the fuck is going on here. Like, oh, I had a good rhyme, but I need somebody else to jump in now. Yeah, you know, we've had shows where we have people that want to freestyle, and once we get the good buzz, I'll jump in, and I regret it immediately because when I hear the episode, I'm like, oh my, I'm not a freestyler. I'm a hell of a writer. I get whether it. it be a storytelling or a rhyme, I'm a hell of a writer. Those are my favorite kind of people. But I like stories. Freestyling, oh. Oh, turn around right there. Grab one of my albums. Yeah. Make sure you take that with you. I will. Because if you like stories, I think you'll like my music. I'm a storyteller. I'm a storyteller. Oh, yeah. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> but no, I think if you like stories, you go like that out. Um, oh, really? I'll check that's, it out. That, that was, I took like and, a five-year hiatus. And, and be honest, I'm, I'm really a critical person. Good. I'm one of those Good. like, eh. Yeah. Like Jesse, you didn't like. Eh. It's a it's a double album with forty tracks, so there's bound to be some you don't care for, I'm sure. But I mean, I mean, I'm pretty sure you've been through the same shit I've been through in life, or similar. So I'm pretty sure I can relate to it. So I mean, it, it's it's uh. And that's my problem with hip hop. I can't relate to a lot. Yeah, no, I feel like, like that's why you like Joe like, Budden. Love Bud. Yeah, Budden's but, like one of my peep people that I just I can't relate to more than sometimes. I'm just like the things he talks about, the pain. That normally a man doesn't just just release in a in a song like that's why I like Kendrick too. Yeah, Kendrick's dope. I fucking Biggie love Kendrick. Like that they tell stories that I can't. Yeah. I myself can't tell you. Yeah, but they're a story that needs to be heard. Yeah, because I feel the same way. Yeah, and like Beanie, that album. Yeah, tell me about Beanie because <sighs> I'm not I'm not with it. Tell me about Beanie. You just had this what what should I listen to from Beanie? That whole album. Which one? Fuck, hold on. Cause I'll write it down. I gotta look it up again because that shit was, pen. bro. It, it was the one before we got locked up, right after uh, state property. Beanie Siegel is somebody I, I, I was like, I, I would never even it's put right in my top you, fifty in my East Coast list. And Desi looked at me I'm like really I was crazy. shocked. <laughs> so, Beanie and Freeway. I love Freeway. I love Freeway. But you can't, you can't like Freeway without Beanie though. But I do because he didn't get a start without without <laughs> Beanie. He wouldn't be nowhere. I know Freeway is so passionate, bro. When he speaks some shit and he's oh man putting yeah, it out there, Beanie fill it in the air, fill it in the air like P H I. No, fill it in the oh, air. Oh, feel. Yep, feel it in the air. Yeah, bro, that album. Okay, it'll touch your soul. I promise you, I will listen to that. I'm just like it's like what? And I'm like who? Wait, I'll check it out. Man, I'm just like Beanie's the, he's that guy. A lot of people sleep on him, but as far as like feeling what he felt at that moment when he made the album, because it's right before he went to prison. Okay. So he was going through a lot. Oh, like he knew he was going. Yeah, he, and he knew made he that was album? going. Yeah. Okay. Like, cause state property and shit. Like that was like based yeah. off a true event type shit. You okay. Know what I mean, so he was really going to prison. Okay. So you know what I mean, but when you listen to it, bro, like I don't, even, I can't even tell you because he even tried to do an album with. You know, he wanted to do a full thing with Freeway, but it just couldn't do it because he's going to prison. Yeah. Freeway, go do your own thing. Do it without me. Cool. If not, eh, okay. I got you. But he's got a song also called Have Mercy. That's not on that album? 
It's on that same okay, album. Okay, it's on that album. Hold on, let me see. The bubble thing popped. The bubble thing popped up for the <laughs> album. I'm trying to make sure I give you the right albums. You know what I mean? Because I'm a BE fan. There it is. The Becoming. The Becoming. That's the album's name. The okay. Becoming. He's got other albums before and after that that are great too. Okay. Well, if I like that one, I promise. So, you check out so albums. The Becoming was before the album, okay. before the movie uh, State Property. Okay. Excuse me. So before State Property was the album, bro. Okay, I'll check it out. Bro, that album was so great. Like, it was underrated. It really, really was. It was one of those, kind of like Nas I Am. Okay. Really underrated. People always like, if I had rolled the world, like, you didn't hear the whole album if that's all you heard. Yeah. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. You didn't really listen to it. Illmatic. If you only heard one mic or ether, yeah. and you hear the other two, three, four, five hundred songs, I, 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 ugh. So to me, hip hop is so different. Yeah, people are more like some people are like what the lyrics stand out to them. Yeah, me, it's the album as a whole. Everything's got to make me listen. Like Big L, I listen to his whole album. Yep, Biggie, every album word for word. Suicide Thoughts, favorite song. And don't get me wrong, I like Juicy and I like Big Papa and I like Give Me the Loot. That's my shit. Give yeah. me the loot. Give me the loot. I'm a bad. <laughs> That's my shit. Because, oh, boy, I've been robbing motherfuckers with the same. <laughs> this is the slave shit with the same clip. With the I, same I paid homage to that track in a, one of my own. Bruh, money. It's, it's such, about it's being so, broke. It's said, so classic. It said, really Give is. me the loot. Give me the loot. Bruh. If money could talk, then my pockets is mute. <laughs> Bruh. Think about how many of those you. Think of how many, how much of the East Coast we reference in our rap. Oh, yeah. Yeah. West Coast kind of dies out as far as that. No disrespect to the West. Yeah. But it dies out. Well, and because here's the thing that's something to talk about. Because the West Coast almost has a vibe that's in Spokane, at least for me. It's It's almost seasonal, too. It is. And like East Coast rap can vibe. And in Spokane, we have like eight month long winters sometimes. (laughs) It seems like so. The album I told you for Beanie. Yeah. yeah. It's good for that. (sighs) Bruh. It's good. All the East Coast rap at that age was good. Bro, the stories from anybody like the Eclipse, yeah. you know, or, or Clips, or whatever you want to call them, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. fuck, like, you're Black Rob, Mephus Bleaks, and things like that. Their, their songs were great. They had meaning. Nelly, when he started making his songs, have meaning. Memphis Bleak was the first time I ever heard the term gully. Keep it gully. Most deaf. And I was, most deaf said that most shit. Deaf, okay, okay. Most deaf. I like most. But deaf. it's a, it's a, it's a good turn. Yeah. Keep it gully. And then when I when I so we talked earlier about I was born here. Uh huh. But uh, oh damn. What? Sorry. Just data shit for my phone. Uh-oh. Um. I uh I moved out when I talked to you about. It, I spent the year with my pops right, was right, in right. Wisconsin. Yeah. And so I. And we didn't get along too well, so I met some people, stayed some. So I got to stay in Green Bay for a little while. I got to stay in Madison, Wisconsin. How I, was that? Which one? Green Bay. Green Bay? I hated Green Bay. You know the Packers fans. No, so I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, well, and I think living in Green Bay is what made me anti-Packers even more because that's like what they live for. It's like you go to Green Bay and it's like they welcome you with a basket of cheese curds and a Packers hat. And it's like they – Brett Favre was their fucking god. Like, I hated it out there. And then Madison, Wisconsin was cool. 
Milwaukee was a whole different world for me, though. Holy shit, was it a different world. Because I was staying in a all-black neighborhood, which I'd never done before. And that's when I heard people in real life use the term gully. Keep it gully. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, hey. And I learned a whole lot of different things, man. It was it was, it was was a good experience. But I also lived in little, little like, uh, what do they call it? Like ranch farm towns or whatever, like Freedom and Appleton. It was a it was a different experience for sure. I actually rode a horse out there. You ever rode a horse? No. That shit is painful. <laughs> That's it's painful. I heard that. <laughs> it's painful. <laughs> I want to take my kids. I really do. I really do. I want to take my kids to go do that shit. It's just be ready. Does it hurts? Be ready. The next day, you will feel like you had a crazy leg workout, which is weird because the horse is doing all the fucking work, bro. But it hurts. Yeah, they said it doesn't hurt when they're running. Yeah. Just when they're just walking. Just yeah, yeah. It's like, well, it's like, and be careful. Your balls, like, you need a good saddle because your balls are going to get wrecked, bro. Like, a few times. Yeah. If you got a good saddle, I guess I'm sure that helps, but. Yeah, you wake up. You wonder why those cowboys in those movies walk that way. It's because they're stuck that way, bro. It's they're, they're stuck that way. You can't fucking do nothing about it. It's a desert, dude. It's fucking real. stuck, bro. Like, yeah. They can't. I'm like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Like, and because I didn't even compare it until recently I started working out again. I fucking hit my legs pretty hard. And I, was, I was walking like that again. I was like, I haven't walked like this since I rode a horse 15 years ago. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, the same feeling. A chat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there, yeah. I'm like walking around, like like hovering my fingers <laughs> over my hips, like I'm ready to draw on Go somebody. Ahead, punk, make my yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. Oh my god! Go ahead, you Clint Eastwood voice. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, punk. Feeling lucky. <laughs> this town ain't big enough for the both of us. <laughs> like, I just want to say that shit yeah. randomly, right? It's like fuck. Oh fuck, God, Desi! I just fucking met you today. Yes. I feel like you're. I feel like I've known you forever already. I feel like we met before, right? We probably years, have we probably years have. ago, drunk yeah. ago. Yeah, probably have drinks ago. But it's good when you can feel like that. Mm-hmm. Because way, one of my favorite things about this show is either meeting or reuniting with people as adults too, like where all the other bullshits aside. Because, like I said, I'm a man that I've. I've done good. I've done bad. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? I've been on both sides. So people like Desi, that's why I said I'm a man of the people because I don't judge. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm I'm one of those. I fight for those who fucked up. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm one of those. I'm an advocate for it. Not necessarily out there publicly about it, but I'm one of those. If you need a support system, I got you. Yeah. I talk to a lot of people. And that, I'm, I'm one of those that, guys. I'm also like men. There's also they're like, like okay, so like DVs, right? Yeah. Big thing. I'm also yeah. one of those that... Like I get that you made that one mistake, yeah, or a few mistakes, but you have the ability to change. You just have to want it, and I want to believe that you can do it. Yeah, I refuse to let, like kids, I refuse to let you go around saying nobody taught you or nobody cared. No, I don't. I'm that guy. I care because you know what I mean. I've been through it myself. Have you ever worked with youth before? You scare me. Yeah, they they're fucking terrifying. You no, know, and especially and, when you got well, your own well, kids. Well, because the way I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't want somebody to influence themselves to be like another Fred Hampton. Yeah. And fuck themselves up at the end. Yeah, that's deep, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Because I get when I mean, we talked earlier, you know, I mean? was only twenty one years old. Yeah, twenty one. And he doubted himself at the end. Fuck. He should have never doubted himself. He should have kept going. Did you see the movie? Yeah. It was deep, bro. Yeah. It was very deep. But I'm also that guy. I get it. I was like, I don't want to. I want you to stand up for what you believe. Yeah. I want you to do it. You know what I mean? Like, and uh, I'll ride with you. I got you. I, I'll support you. You know what I mean? I rock it with you, be, but I don't want to be called an influencer. Yeah. It's scary. There's pressure and there's responsibility and, and like guilt it, that comes along with well, it. Well, the part about being a leader is that part. Yeah. I don't want that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whether you're successful or not. Because you got to take the, the wins with the, the losses. Because here's the thing. Like in that video, yeah. right? Where's everybody else? Oh, they went back to school. Yeah. Life goes on. But guess where I'm at? Yeah. I'm still out here in these streets. Yeah. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. That was temporary for them. Me, that was monumental and yeah. a lifetime thing. Yeah. So teaching your kids, you know what I mean? Hey, think for yourself. Like it's going to last you a lot longer than trying to follow everybody else. And that that movie itself, I feel like him at some point. Yeah. But then I run from it because I was like, I don't want to be that. Yeah. Like, we've talked, you know what I mean? Like, I don't I, I don't want that. Like, y'all said, you're a leader, bro. No. <laughs> can up. we can we switch it to you're an inspiration? <sighs> is that just as bad? It is. <laughs> no. Because if, if people really understood how I feel about the world and what I feel like it should go, bro, the government has to be fixed. It does. Like, if you're over 70, you have no more. 65, mm-hmm. no more say. Get the fuck out of there. I, I'm because with here's you. Thing, and, and, and I know people might say, oh, you're a Trump supporter. Mm. He, didn't do the, he didn't do the worst. Okay, guys? Let's just be real. Well, Congress seats well, should have well, term on. length. Well, like, well, well, hold on. Watch this. Did you hear about a war? Did I? In the four years he was there, did you hear about? Did the war? I hear about one? No. Oh, no war, right? No. Every Democrat, every Democrat president, war. Why? Well, you can't label it just Democrat. Well, yeah, because. Yeah. But here's the thing: George H. W. had a war, one of the biggest ones recently. That wasn't his war, though. But it happened under. But his see, command. it started in '92. That was that was Clinton. That wasn't him. That was Clinton. He walked. He had so happened to become the president right after that. And he said, "Okay, well, since he ran as a president, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna come out of you. Now you got to deal with it. You know what I mean? That wasn't really. And and really understand where I'm at because I see both sides. Mm-hmm. I am. I'm one of those. I look at both sides before I make my own personal decision. Which is the best way to do it? You have, you know, what <laughs> I mean? and people don't understand that. Like, you have to think for yourself before you say, "Oh, this is just one way." Well, like, we live in a world where everybody feels pressure to speak up quickly, and, and you don't have to speak up and, quickly. Speak up really, correctly. Really, I, didn't, I didn't honestly, I didn't blame Bush for those for the nine eleven. Yeah, that wasn't your fault. That was a fight that was wasn't ended by the current president before you. That wasn't your fight. That was his fight. You get what I'm saying? Because that's when the Three strikes you're out law came. The four, you know what I mean the crime laws with Biden and all that. The crime laws. They came out with that. So when I hear Biden, I hear Clinton. It's all the same to me. No disrespect to anybody that voted for them. But if you really, 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 really did your fucking homework, 
you think twice about what the fuck you voted for because it's about to get shitty. But anyway, that's another conversation. We'll have that in a little bit. But but, but really, I'm, I'm with you there because a lot of people voted Biden not because they supported Biden, because they wanted Trump, Trump out. That's I voted why. Trump because he was the lesser of the two evils. Yeah. And that's that's an interesting and he also, take. But he was also taking. He was about to help the rest of the small communities, like the East Side and the West. He was about to give them money to build. Yeah. I don't and hear why, a lot of people supporting Biden. I hear a lot of people that just are anti-Trump and wanted him gone. Didn't have a and, legit reason for him to be gone. Yeah. Because they're ignorant. Do your homework first before you make it. And that's anybody. That's me personally. Do your homework. Yeah. Because I'm one of those. That's like, oh, you're a, you're a conservative. To a point, but I'm also a liberal. Like that's supposed to be a shot. Live taken. free, I but to that. a point. <laughs> but live free, but within your means. Yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah. So if you say, "Oh, that's you're a conservative," but is it within my means? Fine. Mm-hmm. You get you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you're taking care of your family. Is it within your means? Fine. Yeah. I know judge you. Yeah. I'm not judging you because I get it. But as liberal, oh, we should have money because of other fucking countries. Well, you get re- other fucking countries are retarded because they believe that shit and they don't believe every able body should get up and fucking work. Like yeah. We're supposed to. I'm an able body. I'm up working. There's nothing wrong with you. Why are you collecting this unemployment? Like right now, this d- pandemic. Yeah. Rest in peace to everybody that's lost their lives. Yeah. Because I'm not saying it's fake. I am. Re- I refuse to say it's fake. It's real. Very real. But for you motherfuckers that can get up and work, go fucking work. That's have, how you build a economy. Have you heard this fool, Samson? Watch this. From that February, think about it. It's been a year now. Yeah. Literally a year. Mm-hmm. Between February of last year to December of last year, that was almost 20 plus grand. And ain't nobody you know that collect that money have a pot to piss in or the window throw it out of. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. They spend it on stupid shit. So really, did you save America or did you add more to them? Yeah. You added more to the debt because you have nothing to show for I made profit off of this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Literally, everybody calls America stupid. We're dumb. And that's why. Economy, economically, we're stupid. Oh, yeah, we're really badass. Don't get me wrong. We'll fuck up some. We'll fuck up a country when we got to. Yeah. But economically, make sure we got that money. We're not there. Yeah. Because we should all should have sat down on that fucking money. That was 20 grand. 20 fucking grand of free fucking money. You didn't have a you didn't have to show for it. That's a house. That's a fucking business of your choice. And we did nothing with that money to invest back into our economy that Trump was talking about. Oh, Trump don't know what he's talking about. America we're no better with Biden in there. You guys, you guys got to understand this. Economically, we we made jokes when Biden came in. We we're like, I heard racism's over because I heard once Biden, Biden came in, up, everything was gonna end. And, with that, <laughs> Biden, and Biden lost really lost me when he said, "You're not black if you don't vote for me." Oh well, my guess god! What, You've been there for fifty fucking years. Why the fuck would I? You made a crime law, and now you're just making sure it's going through. Hey, guess what, Camilla? Fuck you too, because you also upheld that in California. You know what I mean? You made sure you did what you had to do to get where you're at and get your status. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about nothing else. Get, and really understand that. Like, yeah. I am one of those. I'm the man of the people. You know what I mean? Like, you guys fucked us over so you can get to where you're at right now. Yeah. So why the fuck would I vote for you when you did nothing in my advantage? Nothing helping me in mine. You and yours is going to live forever. 
they got protection for the rest of their fucking lives and their grandkids got protection type shit. Yeah. That's not fair. Is that really what America's about? Let me scam you over until I can make sure my family is safe for the rest of their lives. Like, Listen, that was what and, was interesting to me, Desi, is especially with Kamala, because when Kamala Harris became the vice president of the United States, mm-hmm. I saw this again. I saw this divide. I saw this divide of people, but not just the people. I saw the divide of people of color, and that's what scared me. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, once again, we're taking the fractions of strength that we're trying to build, and they're trying to divide it again. And they said, on this side, this is great. We have a female, and we have a female of color, somebody my daughters can look up to, somebody people of color can look up to, something to dream for, something to that's attainable, it's tangible, it could happen. And then you have this other side of people, which to me, you have the dreamers, on this side, yeah. and then you have the factuals over here, and the right. factuals are all saying, here's the facts about Kamala and what she has done in her history in this country. And she has actually locked up minorities, locked up blacks. And people and people are like, how are you anti-black? I'm like, bro, she's Punjabi. Yeah. <laughs> oh, her dad's black. She's Punjabi. Her mom's Punjabi. <laughs> Fuck off. What's Punjabi? Sorry. India. Okay, okay. no it's good to hear this yeah yeah, no disrespect to nobody but i don't say the east indies west indies type shit no punjabi okay and my friend justin Mm. he told does this punjabi he corrected me i was like in the native american eastern i don't know and he was like does this punjabi and everybody else i've acknowledged that are that are from that are punjabis that Punjabi. Yeah. Even my name, if you looked right now, Google my name, it'd be like Pakistani. It means like brown people. Okay. Desi. Desi, however you want to call it. <laughs> if you looked it up on your phone and Google, like type, just my name, you see like a Pakistani females and couples and things like that. Oh, it's shit. weird. You know what I mean? But it's kind of cool. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. Because I have a really unique name and I love my name. You know what I mean? I can't. I'm junior. You know what I mean? Shout out Pops. Old man. You'll never hear this, but whatever, you know. But it's cool. It really is, bro. Like, I fucking enjoy life. I really do. I like, I enjoy being a dad. Just fucking stress of it. Which is why we started this one, to talk about fatherhood. Fatherhood, parenthood. Okay, so look. (laughs) My oldest is almost 10, right? Okay. March 9th, the day Biggie died. Is that fourth grade, fifth grade? She's fourth grade right now. Okay. But- she died the day that Biggie died. Uh-huh. That's also why Biggie's so big to me, because my daughter was born on that day. Damn. But in 2010. Or yeah. Was that March 17th? Yeah. March 9th. 9th. Okay, that's yeah, right. March yeah, March 9th. St. Patty's Day 17th. Uh, that's, so, <laughs> why is that in my head? <laughs> <laughs> it's time to drink, Because I married a white woman, that's why. <laughs> It's one of those one of those holiday drinks. It was fuck. That's where we have corned beef. That's oh, right. We have potatoes. corned beef and I drink Jameson. And cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> corned beef and cabbage. <laughs> no, I love corned beef and cabbage. Don't get me wrong, people, America. But it's the day everybody it was, pinches me. It was really it was really emotional day because I knew Biggie had died that day. Yeah. My daughter was born. Yeah, that's and huge. I was, and I was just like, he died the morning you were born. You were born that night. Yeah. And I was like, one of my favorite rappers in the world, like. 
Jazzy Biggie's dead. Let her just then I'm always like, let Biggie, then let Pac die. Yeah. When you let Pac die and let his music die, I'll let Biggie die. Yeah. That's, and that's almost like letting Elvis die. Yeah. It's just not a thing. Fuck Elvis. Tap me out for a little bit. <laughs> Shout out to Buffalo Trace whiskey. Yeah. Do you like it? I'm a dark drinker. Tell me when. Good. You're, what's your favorite liquor? Right here. Like this one? Mm-hmm. It's good, huh? Tequila's right behind it. What kind of tequila you like? But after this, I'm going sober. After this show? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. For good? Yeah. Or taking a break? For good. Yeah? Yeah. It's, it's been a part of myself since I was 13, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I have kids. Yeah. Which is why we're talking about this, you know? Like, Dude, man, I feel like that's a shame you didn't tell the guys. I feel like we would have cut loose a little bit more if we knew it was your last. I, they were looking tired, Ooh, bro. bro. They were. They were looking retired. I can't handle but it. But we can always elaborate and <laughs> yeah, add. Yeah. You know I mean, I'm like, I'm always down because. So can we tell? So what is that? So you're cutting alcohol after tonight. I became a monster after a while. Yeah, I can get because I, I would. Get, this is company with a certain company. I can become a real monster. Desi, it's really huge. Alcoholism and parenthood are two things I've been desperate to talk about on this show. We're talking, so let's fucking talk about it. We're talking, so like, like really understand. Like I lost a lot over alcohol. Me too. Like, no, like, DV, like, I just lost that girl I was telling you about. I lost her because of that. Yeah. And I'm not scared to talk about it. Good. Because people it. need to hear the and stories. People, and that's why I'm also an advocate. Like, yes, we fuck up, but yes, we can do right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a father of girls that I teach them the opposite. Don't, you don't want daddy. Yeah. You want better than daddy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Daddy's a scumbag, and he's going to be that scumbag until he fixes it, which I'm working on. You know what I mean? Like, but until then... You want better than daddy. Yeah. You should not want nothing to do with daddy. Period. Because that's not what dad does. Dad loves and loves. He's the bronze. Absolutely. You know what I mean? We're that guy. Mm-hmm. But we're still a nurturer to a point. And I lost that point. So when did you start drinking? I was 13, bro. 13? It's big, like I said, it's, I'm 35 now. Yeah. Big part did of you life. ever take a break? No. No? No. I mean, I've, I've gone a month, maybe cl- sober. Yeah. Unintentional or intentional? Just because. Just didn't but even realize? Then, but then it got heavier. Every time I came back, it just got heavier. Yeah. So now, I stopped for almost two years. I've never, I don't know how that's Because I almost lost my family. So I've never been in that situation. And, and I had to make a decision, bro. It was it was tough. Because alcohol, I mean, I'm Mexican, bro. Like, alcohol is instilled in our blood. and My family, too. Yeah, and it's like. No, there's Hispanics in my family. Okay. <laughs> my my grandma's dad is half Hispanic and white. Oh, okay. Like, he's from, like, Guatemala or some shit. Like, down there. Say Guatemala. <laughs> Maybe where I can rub my R's pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no real shit, no. But like, yeah, it's it's I deep. Know. I mean, people, people, people don't understand. People don't understand, like. Drinking is a, it's, it's a, it's a cultural thing, but it's a dangerous thing. People need to understand it's limits. It's worse than heroin. I don't yeah. give a fuck what people say. Like because it's legal. That's the thing. They say that. And and you never know you're your alcoholic until it's too late. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's where I that's became because, too. bro. Let me. Can I be honest? Be, please. I wake up shaking some days. Yeah. Like I want to wake up and like, I want to drink. Yeah. Like when I have my kids, some days it's just too rough. Yeah. Like and I'm and I'm being. You and me. Yeah. There's nobody. We're in the garage. Yeah. Nobody's around. 
two fucking something in the morning. You don't know me. I don't know you. Like that. We just I know. Yeah, yeah like yeah, I, I know your met. name. I've heard your name yeah. before. But, we don't know shit about each other. Right. <laughs> we just but met each other. Let's just be real. Like yeah. I've been that scumbag. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and. To have daughters to know that they can marry somebody like me, yeah. that was a monster. Yeah. Excuse me. It's horrible. Like, I weep. There's days I wake up and I start crying. I'm just like, please, God, I don't want them to marry somebody like me. Yeah. I was a fucking monster. Because as and a father, still, you, want, you want them to marry somebody and I, better. And here's the thing. I can still admit it. I'm still there. Yeah. I want to change. I'm trying to change. I'm going through those little, like, are you a comic book fan? I can't sit my attention. It just wasn't there. No. But I want to. I love Marvel. I love That's like, what I'm saying. Like I love Hulk. Like, I love things like that. So like I always related to Hulk because it can't. was a monster within that Ugh. he had to try to contain. More like Magneto. And oh okay. You Need love, the helmet. You love me. I gravitate <laughs> to me. Yeah. But then I got to destroy you and it was okay. I was okay with it. Yeah. And that's not the way to feel, yeah. bro. Like honestly, honestly, like I, it's like talking to my brother or something right now. Yeah. I appreciate you really being oh, like, man. and I know, and I know you're recording, and like really, like honestly, God, bro, like I really, genuinely appreciate you guys. Like, no, when I, when you like, when you talk to me about I this hate, is therapy, I was like, you're right on board with me, bro. This like, is what I need. This is where we're. At. This is where I'm at. Yeah, I grew up tough. Yeah, and being a black man that grew up with tough black women. Who belittle black men because they're so bitter. Mm-hmm. You know, it makes you aggressive, bro. Yeah. It really fucking does. Because like, you keep it inside. You keep it in there. Like, what's so crying? I want to cry. Yeah. Like, even right now. But it's going to piss me the fuck off. Because I'm crying. I'm like, yeah. I don't want to do that. It's almost like a Hulk type stat. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But also, I'm like, I'm Thor. I'm yeah. so fucking smooth. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But also, Captain America, I got a level head. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, like that carry big stick. Man of the people. Off, man, man of the of, people. You know I mean? like, <laughs> the head of the swivel. I'm those guys, but also I have a rage of a Wolverine. Yeah. You know I mean? I just, uh, when I think about shit that's gone on in my life, that angers me. Yeah. Like from like sexual abuse from like men and women and things. Like, you know what I mean? Like, bro, yeah. I'm broken. Like, really understand when I say that. I am very, very fucking broken. I've tried to love the best I can, and I fail. I have little beautiful daughters, and I'm scared to love them because I'm like, I'm going to fail. And that might be called manifestation, but I don't want to manifest that because I refuse to fail. But I know at some point I'm failing them. Where is that? I don't know. Well, think about all the people out there, Des, that have that fear because I know that fear. And I grew up around and I'm still surrounded by people that share that, but they run from it rather than stay. Oh, I fight. Yeah. I steady. It's almost like Gandalf. Yeah. I'm Gandalf. That's you Lord shall of the Rings? not pass. It's Lord of the Rings? Yes. Okay. You shall not pass. He's fighting a big ass demon. That's me. Yeah. It's like. I fight every day for my kids. Uh, Hold on. Want me to stop it? Like, you know, and it's, it's a trip, bro. Like I struggle because I have four girls, five if you count my last baby mom's daughter, who I love to fucking death. Yeah, I love her to death. She's mine too, even though 
our dad does a great job. You know what I mean? Five little girls. <laughs> yeah. Let's just let's just be real. People are like, oh, Desi, I have this many kids, but yeah, you have a boy in there too. So that ain't a distraction. <laughs> but when you have five little girls, and you're this monster, you're solely. Yeah. They're a boo. Yeah, you're you're the representation. Let's just be real. Ain't. Yeah, I'm solely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The scariest motherfucking thing in the that you've ever in. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And you're a boo, and I have to learn to go from. <sighs> Yeah. Two, I love you. Yeah, <laughs> and it's still tough, bro. Like because I have all girls, and my my twins can fucking tell you, daddy hates crying. Yeah, they they can see somebody cry, like stop crying. Daddy doesn't like it. Yeah. And I heard them. And why is that? I grew up that way, bro. See, there's a weakness, bro. I grew up that way. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you. I grew up like that. Yeah, let's just be real. Yeah. Like in a black community. Yeah. Like you talk to a lot of your black friends, yeah. I don't know, and don't take that as a racist thing or anything like that. But I'm being real. If you have any African black friends, I don't. I hate them. <clears throat> African American. I'm not African. I'm from America. Fuck you. Not you, but the political people out there. Fuck yeah. you. Okay, I was born here. I'm American, just like you. You know what I mean? We all are that are here. I grew up in those top. Those tough, tough worlds, bro. Like my, I told you about my grandma. Yeah, you know what I mean. Tough as nails. I'm scared of her. So, but because I can I, relate to that, Desi. I twitch. What is? I twitch is it just things. latched onto you for so long you couldn't let it? Because I grew up that way. Um, and I know, and I can but, tell because I can tell because the way you move. Yeah. I was like, he gets it. Yeah, I grew up that way, but I, um, over the last couple of years, especially, I've. I've accepted my tears a little bit, but it's usually in like movies. Like movies hit me different now. Yeah. Um, real life itself. Like I had somebody recently talk to me like, what, do you ever cry? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, what do you cry about? And I'm like, you know, watching like a good movie or a good drama series. And they're like, they're like, damn. Like kinda, why, why does that make you cry? But real life, all the shit you see in real life. Well, I was like crazy because my ex, I was, not to cut you off, bro. Oh, you're good. But I was taught men don't cry. Yeah, me too. And and, and, <laughs> yeah. and and honestly, like I was like, why don't men cry? Because because we have to we have to bear the strength. That's what I was raised with. We have to carry the weight, right? I just became comfortable enough, I guess, with my myself to where I was like, and but, see, but I, even not even I'm not even there yet because I'll still tilt my head a little bit and like wipe the little tear like i don't shed them down one will come out and i'll still wipe it away like i don't want somebody to see it like i'm still almost carry a shame with the tear i do and that i i will almost want to cry but i see something i'm like fuck that i'm too tough for that if you fall out i sort of got your ass type <laughs> shit, you know what i mean like you fall my if you want to i'll beat your ass <laughs> but i hate being vulnerable yeah yeah no, I get that. I hate and I, I it's vulnerable. Yeah. Fuck you. Vulnerable. Do you do you spend a lot of time alone? No. No. And see like I, bro, like let's just be real. I, I can honestly tell you, I've been that depressed suicidal guy. Yeah. I've been there. I know. Mm -hmm. And I reach out to anybody like, hey, talk to me. Love on me. I'll love on you. Yeah. No gay shit. 
like you're a man i'm a man like let me let me help you i don't want you to die you're worth it you get what i'm saying that that kind of guy you know what i mean like man we're friends you might not know it but we're friends we battle the same demons but if i refuse to go out i refuse to let you go out i saw how hard you fought for strangers bro <laughs> like and that's yeah. just me and that's yeah. and my mom always said does you have a death wish well mom if that's my thing then i'm gonna do it you want to die like right now bro t you like Daddy, i want to die let's roll but then you're like desi but you're not gonna be here no more i don't give a fuck and what's your point if you're really if you're really ready to go you want somebody to go with you let's roll but I'm not going to sit here and watch you do it. And I'm not going to sit here and let you die alone. It's kind of like a gift and a curse. Bro. Bro, and... and huh. Because I would give my life for anybody just so they could have another breath. Yeah. I would do that. But at the same time, I had to learn to be selfish because I'm like, the streets don't care about you. Right. But I also grew up like, you're a lying. The streets care about those that do good for Samaritan. Those are good Samaritans, the streets love. I want to be that one. Desi was a good Samaritan. Streets is unforgivable. Bro, and it's hard out here. You know what I mean? But also, I just, I I have to believe that the streets aren't that hard no more. I have to believe that. You know what I mean? Like, well, we're, not, like we're not as tough as we had to be. Yeah. We didn't have to do that. Like, in the 90s, yeah. the roughest fucking decade ever. Let's just be real. So much fucking carnage. You didn't see that in 2000. Yeah. You said in 2000, after the 2010s. You ain't see that. Well, and that's what we talk a lot. We talk a lot about that on here about how how things have changed and how honestly how soft it's gotten. I'm and, okay with it being yeah, soft. Thank you. To it's, a point. Yeah. Because there's a balance. Why, there's a good here's balance. Why, here's why. Our young men need to grow. Yes, they do. They need to grow. But if we're so out, if we're out here being so fucking tough and rough and all that, they don't have a chance to grow up because their dads are dying. Yeah. Well, those positive men. Well, that hear would me teach out. to be that. Hear me out, Desi. I have to pee. If hold on, you wanna go? All right, yeah. So, Desi, I, I have this theory, and it's and it's about what we're talking about with tears, because the. The further along we go, we're seeing more women like step up to the workforce and yeah. women empowerment. Yeah, empowerment. And, Absolutely. And I think in that sense, it's allowing our young men to become more vulnerable for that balance. Mm -hmm. And for a generation like mine or ours, we kind of look at it like they're getting soft. Yeah. And, so we're, we're the last yeah, of a dying breed. Yeah, and I and I went through this hard times with my son because my son's sensitive, and the things that make him emotional, everything makes him cry, all these different things, and I w I was real hard on him. This is yours, bro. I know. Um, Thank you. I was real hard on him at first because because of the way we're, I was we're, raised. We're taught nowadays yeah. real men cry. Yeah, and well, now it's different. Did you ever see one of your male figures ever cry? No. Never. Me neither. So I was kind of like, yeah. I, well, no, that's a lie. Like, so I, and I don't disclose I was this lie. I'm not even gonna lie to yeah. you, bro. I was confused. I never yeah. seen. I never seen my brother cry unless he broke his leg. I've never seen my uncles cry unless 
unless it was a divorce. Yeah, it's got to be epic, right? Like that's I'm the thing. It's not. It's not done lightly. Because that's what I'm saying. I don't disclose this lightly. I saw my grandfather cry one time when I was a not too young, but a youngster. But we were watching a war movie, and he fought in war. So that's different. Yeah, and that was the one that's time trauma. That's yeah, a different kind yeah, of cry. Bro. Exactly. That was the one time I remember seeing a man that was a part of my life growing up cry. But it shook me still, no matter what. It shook me because that's how rare it was. It was so rare. And now it's becoming normal. And that's where we get to these points of like, yeah. is that the balance we're finding before it was like, we say, oh, you're being a bitch. You're being a pussy, whatever it may be. Or the, I don't like to use the F word, but, no, you know, all these different things. Yeah. We do what we want around here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, these things were included with, or uh, place with feminine, yeah, ways, yeah, and now we're seeing it shifted. But also at, at that same sense, working hard was men, uh, doing the brute work was men, um, all this stuff. And now we're kind of finding a different balance here. <laughs> there you go. Put it to mic. It's not a Bella. It's not a Modelo. It's shit. <laughs> um, because uh. Fuck it, those S geese. The gentleman with Modelo. Salud. Salud, brother. No, my man's T. I love you. I yeah. love you. I, I, hey, I appreciate fuck. it, man. I, I'm so glad you stuck around. Like, man, like, I like talking. They bailed out I pretty love early. loving because I look, I like, I told him to tell you, I'm an open book, bro. I'm on the good and I've done bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's not much you can talk to me. I've never raped, molested, things like that. Yeah. But you know, I've been the abuse and I've been the abuser on so many levels. Yeah. So there's nothing you can't talk to me about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I see my people out here, even even in Art City. Yeah. I'm like I said, I'm the man of the people. I see. Yeah. Okay, you Game of Thrones, right? Yeah. You seen Game of Thrones? Yeah. The preacher, the priest dude. Yeah. That that the atoning and all that shit. I would be him, minus the spirituality. Even though I believe what I believe and I'm not wrong about it because who my family and my mom and stuff like that believe in and what it is, I know, but I'm one of those also. I'm like the prodigal son. I run. Yeah. But understand, like y'all said, leader, mm -hmm. I run. Yeah. Bro, like understand, you run from who you are. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, we're here for a reason. We're destined. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean. I really understand what that means, and I appreciate you because I know who you are. I sense who you are, and I'm just like, I can vibe with these guys. I can vibe with T because where I've been, you've been. Where you've been, I'm been, or I'm on my way there. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And vice versa. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because... <laughs> You know, you've you've been in church and never saw church when they be like, I have no sad songs. I don't, bro. Yeah. I don't. I know they were like, Des, you're an, you're a monster, you're an animal, whatever, however. Well, you don't really know me. I'm not sad about it because it's a lesson because it made me a better man than who I was back then. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Trials and tribulations is what we're about. It's, it's life. You know what I mean? And I really appreciate you. I fuck. If I didn't have a microphone to put in front of me, you'd be like Desi, be a writer. <laughs> I can't write. I don't like I don't like all that shit. 
But if you took what we talked about and turned it into a story, I would never be mad at you about that. Mm. Bro, we talked about some real life shit that people go through, that we go through. No. And that's the shit that needs to be heard. And that's what don't get heard. Because yeah. either, oh, we're, either, you're, either you're rich or you're poor. Yeah. But what about us that's in the middle that yeah. are broken? In the moments. People talk yeah. about bigger picture stuff. We need to talk about the moments that build to those. Man, those moments, bro. Yeah. It's, you know, and it's not like we have one. We have multiple. Yeah. It's infinite moments that create a life. Thank you. And people are like, oh, you can only get a couple moments in your life. You're fucking re- I ain't gonna say retarded because there's a dictionary and there's a condition to that. But <laughs> you that say that shit, you're stupid. Yeah. Fucking ignorant because here's the thing. I can have the same thought as a million other people. It's just which one gets hurt first. Yeah. That's it. When when you've lived in a life where you weren't promised the next day, you really appreciate what you have. You appreciate I'm what you still go not promised. Through. Are you promised tomorrow? Yeah. Nobody is. And the people that I mean, are always like, oh, and, I can't. And look, technically, we made it to the next day. Yeah. But are you we promising? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> we did. Like, like, But are you promised? Yeah. Promised nothing. And that's uh, the thing. Then. There's nothing promised in this world. That's the beauty of and life. You got to appreciate it. And I got, I got. I got, I got friends, I got family, I'm sure you do too, that didn't make it to the, even the age we're at now. And when you get to these points, you really look back and you go, just like, I don't think anybody should carry the weight of living for other people, but we have to learn from that shit. We have to understand that time is limited, time is not guaranteed, and we do not, we do not get our expiration date when we're born. We don't find out. We have to live it the best way Sorry, we can. I don't mean to laugh, but my homeboy, my homeboy wallet, my homeboy Polo was like, "I'm down to talk too." Hell yeah! Because he's a, he's military too and stuff like that. Oh fuck so yeah! We never really hear from them people. Yeah. He's, he's, oh yeah, I would love to hear from active got, or recent military people because he's, he's got like PTSD yeah. type things. He never sleeps type thing. I'm yeah. like, bro, just come kick it with me, man. Yeah. No, and that's what this show is about. We we're not even a year in, bro. Not even a year in, and we're just getting started. But I, I strongly believe we have an incredible platform here because we're doing what others are not doing here. We don't have time limits. We don't have fucking explicit content limits. We fucking welcome everything. And we don't have guest limits, whatever it is. We'll fucking make room. We'll pull another chair to the table and make room. That's what we do in this. Always I mean, room. This is beers, bongs, and bullshit. This is unforgivable beers, truth. All we do here is speak truth, honest. We have debates, discussions, arguments sometimes, but it's all love. All love. All love. That's it. Nobody's ever left this room mad at somebody, as far as I know. That's good. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Nobody's ever nobody's ever thrown hands. Nobody's ever made no threat. It's there's there's uh differences. Fuck yeah, there's differences. And they're discussed. As adults should discuss them. Love it. Desi, should we wrap it up? How much beer you got left? <laughs> a little over half. A little over half? Okay, we got a little bit more time then. <laughs> what have you found to be your biggest challenge in being a father? Mm, sensitivity. Yeah, 
being sensitive or yeah. yeah. Just being sensitive, like I, I feel that. <laughs> Why do you think that is? Because you weren't raised with it. Because I want a boy so bad. I'm so used to being tough. Yeah. Like I have, a little, I got a boy. I have a little and sister. Raising a boy in these world, it, it's almost. I have a little sister. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I love her. I got a little sister too. She's thug. But I'm just like. Ugh. It's one of those who kind of think, like, uh, <laughs> I really want you to be tough. No, I want you to be girly, girly, so I can beat your boyfriend up. My little sister's about to turn 21. I asked her, hey, what kind of gun you want for your 21st birthday? <laughs> <laughs> Still waiting to hear back. I want this one because he did this to me. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. But no, man, I really do. I, pre- I appreciate you. Like really, like this is great. It is therapeutic. Very. It is. And I'm blessed because I get to do this every week with two of my closest friends. That's really dope. And it really is. It really, really, really is. Yeah. It's it's the coolest shit ever. And we got to start it during a time where people were losing touch with reality and their people. And I don't know, I think that's a good place to wrap it up, man. Yeah. Episode 43. 43. Oh, you got something to say? Remember this. You're not the only one. Like, point blank simple. Like, you might be on top of the world. You might be under the world. Yeah. But. Actually, this is episode 44. My oh, bad. excuse me. 44. Oh, I fucked up first. He told me. <laughs> the 43, but it's really 44. But look here. For my, my 44. We still here, man. Yeah. Like, we all struggle. Like, really, tune in. We all talk about everyday things. You know, I'm always up to talk about whatever. Oh, we're going to have you back. This ain't the last time we had Desi Lewis on this show. (laughs) (laughs) But, I, like I said, I'm the man of the people. Been there, done that, and I know others that have been where I haven't been. You know what I mean? So, to be the man of the people is to really understand the people. And can I just say something? What's up, brother? I want people to hear this because the the listeners, of course, I'm I'm sure are a little familiar with me. I hope, but my name is TJ, the TJ, a Mexican American, and this is Desi Lewis, Black American. We have never met until today. Facts. Never met. Even in the episode before, yeah. we just became Facebook friends. What yesterday? <laughs> Yeah, no, seriously, not really, not really, no, no bullshit, yeah. Um, and we have been able to sit and have honest, vulnerable discussion. We have relatabilities, we have differences, we have all these things, but the fact is we, we communicated. Educated. I think it's beautiful. It's beautiful. People need to see that more. I didn't grow up with that. I grew up with judgments. Assumptions, Mm -hmm. separation, expectations, and we get to break that barrier. With that, I'm going to leave it at episode 44, Beers, Bongs, and Bullshit with Desi Lewis. Thank you so much for joining us twice. Absolutely, man. I appreciate you guys. We're going to have you back. Man. Shout them out. Whoever you want. Man. 509, stand up. 404, Georgia. You know what I mean? We do our thing, but you really understand what it is. I'm I'm about the people. I'm the man of the people. Always and forever.